Good morning and happy Mother's Day weekend to you. Thanks for taking a moment to tune in to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,315. My name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals. Welcome aboard today. Uh, following our weekly observations, we'll have the phone lines open for your real estate questions at 217-629-7970. And today, uh, on our subdivision of the week, we're continuing our circle around the county and we're going out to Sherman. So if you know anybody that's living in Sherman, you can get the lowdown on what's happening in the Sherman housing market. If I may please remind you, the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield or REMAX International or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I don't own REMAX. I'm not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions and that I express and the stories that I share come from real life experiences right here in the local real estate market, serving you as a full-time realtor since 1987. Our sponsors this half hour of the program are Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing, when you have a plumbing problem, it's writings to the rescue. And Slabjackers Construction, if your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slabjackers. I want to say good morning to my sister Mindy out in Cumberland, Maryland. And a happy Mother's Day to you, Mindy. And Grandmother's Day, I guess. And uh, my son, Sam, who's actually in Springfield. getting I'm going to get to see Sam a little bit later on today. My son, Josh, his wife, Ashley, and happy Mother's Day to you, Ashley. And my grandkids, Kenzie and Weston, listening live on WMAY.com out in North Carolina. I also want to say happy Mother's Day to my beautiful wife, Christy. My mother-in-law, Faye, who is a saint. And uh, all the Kruger moms. There's a lot of them out there. But happy Mother's Day, and thank you for all that you do. Well, our weekly observations this week are being brought to you, as usual, by our friends at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road. You know, it's that time of year. We seem like we're having April and May, and we had May and April, but it doesn't matter. June will come. It'll all settle down. We'll be in a nice, solid summer pattern. And that's when you want to have that new patio furniture outdoors, that new fire pit for those evening, late evenings in the summer when it gets a little chilly, uh, your new uh, furniture around your swimming pool, anything and everything to adorn the outdoors of your home, you can find at Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store of distinction on the South 6th Street Frontage Road, North, excuse me, south of the Route 66 Hotel and Conference Center. Well, here's your weekly observations for this May 8th, 2021. And it's titled, Jobs, 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 the Foundation to a Vital Housing Market. You know, a strange thing happened on the way to the predicted million jobs expected to have been created in April. There were only 277,000. We won't know Illinois and Springfield numbers until later. What caused such a massive miss for the prognosticators? Some say it's due to government paying people more to not work than to find a job of which there seems to be plenty. 
Some say it's the climate change economy of the new administration shutting down and attacking the fossil fuel industry, sacrificing energy independence and affordable living for a theory that has yet to have been correct on any of their predictions in 50 years. Some say it's due to blue states continuing unnecessary, non-beneficial business restrictions. Regardless the cause for the anemic jobs numbers, it is indisputable the best run in home sales locally since 2007 began in 2019, and it started with job growth. Albeit half of what the rest of the nation was experiencing, it was growth. That all changed with COVID and the governor's response shutting down businesses, ultimately eliminating and closing permanently 35% of Illinois' small businesses. Since that first unilaterally mandated shutdown day, the housing market has been driven by interest rates, not jobs. A strange thing happened on the way to rising interest rates due to the fear of the federal government printing money to the tune of $6 trillion in the last year alone, increasing the money supply 20%. Rates were held steady. As a Federal Reserve says, there's no inflation to worry about. Well, I guess if you don't drive a car, eat food, or heat or cool your home, there isn't any inflation because government doesn't count those in their inflation formula, claiming they're too volatile. Guess the meteoric rise in lumber, copper, and other commodities isn't sufficient evidence to sound the alarms. Just because the rising price of lumber has increased the cost of a new home by $36,000, I guess that's not inflation. If we're honest, the Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates low for the same reason they lowered interest rates to begin with, to stimulate the economy. Enjoy the short-term relief because the Fed is risking long-term harm. Don't take my word for it. Ask anyone who bought a home in the early 1980s. This will provide short-term relief for home buyers, especially buyers of new construction. It is certainly more palatable to buy a $400,000, 2,000-square-foot new home when interest rates are between 2 and 3% than when they are between 6 and 7%, let alone 10 and 11%. The same question needs to ask that contains the answer on how the local housing market will perform this year. Will the interest rate-driven demand become satisfied before there is an economic recovery with legitimate job creation? Whenever we learn the answer to that question, we will know the direction of the housing market and local economy. You see, the threat of inflation heading straight into stagnation which is inflation without economic growth, is very real. Between the printing of money, the sacrifice of energy independence and affordable prices for gas, food, and energy with no provable benefit, continuing business restrictions with no provable benefit, is causing enough economic disruption that the path forward is now uncertain. While the Federal Reserve is holding interest rates low, is a time for anyone who hasn't taken advantage of the rates to take action. If you have wanted to sell your home, now is the time to take action.
until there is a bona fide economic recovery creating jobs to add to the demand for housing, the future of the local housing market is uncertain. Best strike while the anvil is hot. And that's this week's weekly observations. The more things change, the more they stay the same. So we hope that you make it a great week, and we hope you have a wonderful Mother's Day weekend. That's from my wife, Christy, and I at the Fister Success Team at REMAX Professionals of Springfield and uh, buyer partner, Amy Mason. Now, if you want to buy or sell a home or do both, give us a call at 217-652-7653. It would be an honor to serve you and your family. And that's this week's weekly observations. Phone lines are now open at 217-629-7970. If you have any questions about the real estate market. Uh, next up, you know, from our friends at Writings Plumbing. You know John Writings, he's a great guy. 544-6890. They have a wonderful staff of employees to serve you when you call in, to serve you at your home or business. Don't forget, they're a full-service uh, commercial uh, plumber as well as residential. Uh, and they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So if you have company coming in for Mother's Day and all of a sudden you have a plumbing problem, call Writings. It's Writings to the Rescue, 544 6890 I'm continuing my little theme about buyer beware. I mean, it's a great time to lock in a low interest rate like you will never have. It's very affordable to buy, but it's uh, causing uh, with this low inventory to see all these situations where uh, people are bidding up these homes. And uh, I'll have more on that uh, during the market update after the uh, news at the bottom of the hour. But if you recall... Back in 2018 and 2019, uh, I did a study because I was noticing some pretty, uh, uh, I mean, when you're a stats nerd and you're a full-time realtor and you're selling scores of homes each year and, and helping scores of families, you're in the market and you notice things that the average person like you wouldn't notice. And that's why I bring it to your attention. I've said buyer beware when you purchase in the upper bracket in Springfield for years uh, because uh, only a certain percentage of home buyers can actually qualify to purchase in the upper bracket. And so I did a study. Okay. I had Amy do the study. She's my office administrator and she's also now a licensed broker. Uh, do a study in 2018 and 19 on homes of $350,000 and up uh, because I was noticing uh, having, you know, quite a bit of time served in this marketplace that, gee, that doesn't seem like a, the right price, but it was. And we discovered that of homes over $350,000 that sold in 2018, 21.4% of those homes sold for less then the buyers paid for them. That's part of my buyer beware. That's why I'm saying if you get into these bidding wars, uh, you get emotional. Uh, you're not working with an experienced agent who's giving you the full story, uh, the potential resale hazards that you'll face. 
uh, you may find yourself in this predicament, and I prefer that you do not find yourself in this predicament. Uh, so in 2018, 21.4% of those homes sold below what the people paid for them, and it didn't matter when they purchased them, whether it was two years prior or 20 years prior. And in 2019, we had our recovery year. It was great news for our market. We were busier than busy can be because we sold over 4,000 homes in our MLS for the first time since 2007. It took us 11 full years, almost 12, to recover from the financial meltdown. And I, after I, I had Amy do the study, I said, oh, it's got to be a lot lower this year. You know, it went from 21.4% to 20.9%. So in those two years, more than one out of every five homes that sold over $350,000 uh, sold for less than the uh, sellers had paid for them when they purchased the home. Now, we did a little change in 2020. I had Amy do $300,000 and up because I had noticed that that 300 and up, 300 to 400 was just hotter than a firecracker and they were selling like hotcakes. So I wanted to notch it down just a little bit and see, see what happened there. Well, it was a very interesting study uh, because we had, uh, as you know, uh, record low interest rates in 2020 that really supercharged this market. Everybody had been sitting on the sideline all these years, not doing anything. Uh, they just couldn't pass up this wonderful opportunity. And when we did the study, uh, we discovered that out of 370 closed sales, $300,000 and up in 2020, the best year on record for our MLS, only 29 or 7.8% of the homes sold for less than they were purchased for. Now, that is a vast improvement, but that's still uh, 29 home sellers that were very disappointed. And, you know, it's it's kind of disappointing. Uh, I'll give you some examples here. This couple bought a home in 2019 for 320000 They had to move in a hurry, and they ended up selling for 306000 They lost $14,000 plus all their selling expenses in one year. Then there was a couple that bought way back in 2009, and they sold for $6,000 less. But they gave up 11 years of, of equity and $6,000 to get sold. And then there were some that uh, weren't so bad. Well, here's one that was bought in 2013, so seven years later, they sold for $20,000 less than they paid. Of course, this doesn't, you got to keep in mind, this doesn't count any improvements that these uh, families may have made into their homes. Here was one, another one they bought in 2015, sold for $20,000 less than they bought. And there were some whoppers in here, too. There was one that was bought in 2011, and they sold for $50,000 less than they paid for it 10 years, or excuse me, nine years earlier. And here was the biggie. 120, or excuse me, $115,000 from a 2015 purchase. They sold less than they paid for it. Unbelievable. So, oh, here's another one. I'm sorry. This is this is a, a pretty good one too. 100 and uh, 
$35,000 less than they paid for it. And both of those were in um, the Leland Grove area that had the, the biggest losses. And so my advice to you, buyer beware, is not to alarm you because still four out of five people that purchased during that time sold for as much, if not more, than what they paid for their homes. But you don't always. And so that's why I just wanted to bring to your attention uh, that you uh, should, uh, by all means, hire a good buyer agent that's got your back. That's all I'm saying about that. And that was brought to you by our friends at Ridings Plumbing. Now, this reinforces my, uh, my theory that if you buy an overpriced home today, someday you're going to have to sell an overpriced home. Uh, and it's just that simple. Uh, this week, uh, I saw th for the first time, uh, we had, uh, well, let me see here. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I was going to talk about it more in detail during the uh, uh, the market update after the news at the bottom of the hour. But it was pretty fascinating. We had 79 closed sales reported on the hot sheet this week in our MLS. And uh, there were uh, 20 that sold for above asking price and 19 that sold at asking price. So that's 49.3% of all sales. But for the first time, and this is the eighth week I've been tracking it for you, I've been saying, you got to watch this. We're going to know when this market's turning when we see those starting to go down in numbers. Because that means inventory is going up. And inventory is holding steady. I mean, it's just been holding steady as can be for the last five, six weeks. Uh, for example, we had 101 new listings and 103 go under contract. That's pretty consistent. But uh, stay tuned for the, after the news at the bottom of the hour when I do the market update. And I'll share with you how much some of these homes sold over asking price in good old little old Springfield, Illinois. And uh, you're going to be amazed. And there's no doubt in my mind, knowing neighborhoods like I do, after looking at some of these sales, I hope they don't call me when they need to sell their home because it could be ugly. <laughs> and I don't want, well, I do want you to call me no matter what your situation is. My name's Fritz Fester with Remax Professionals of Springfield. My phone number is 652-SOLD. We're going to take a break for the news. When we return, we'll have the market update, the interest rate watch, and our subdivision of the week, the village of Sherman. Back to Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz Fister of Remax Professionals on WMAY. Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate, program number 1,315. My name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. And once again, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And thank you for all that you do. Sponsors this half hour of the program are Hillier Storage and Moving, Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent, moving the things you love. Bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you. Just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction, Landscaping, and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. That was quite a weather event we had. What was that, Tuesday, I think it was? I can't remember. The weekdays just kind of run together. But 
was speaking with Doc before he left, and he said uh, he got an inch and a half of rain in about an hour because that storm moved right over Williamsville, and his parents and Sherman didn't get anything, just a trace. <laughs> so just a couple miles away. Uh, so you just never know when you're going to get that uh, big downpour. And the issue is, is if you have water going into your crawl space or your basement, that is trouble. It's trouble. It's hard on the foundation. It also can create uh, wood rot in your subfloor and floor uh, joists, uh, sill plates, can create mold and cause all kinds of health issues for you uh, or your children in your home. Don't take that risk. If you have any water getting in your crawl space or basement, call the only guy to call, Pat Patterson, 691-8555. He's been in the business over 30 years. He diagnoses what you need to do to solve your problem and nothing more. Pat Patterson, JRE Construction, Landscaping and Foundation Repair. What a great guy. But anyway, it's time for the market update. You know, we, we were talking about the, the uh, studies that uh, that you'd only get here on Let's Talk Real Estate. You're not going to get them anywhere else, I guarantee you that. In the year 2020, oh, uh, homes that sold $300,000 and up, as I shared with you, there were 370 of them, and only 29 sold for less than the people paid for them, 7.8%. That's a massive improvement from the over 20% above the 350 marks that we were seeing in 2018 and 19. But I want to put that into perspective for you. Uh, there were 4,373 homes sold and closed that year. And there were 370, over 300,000. So there are 4,003 homes that didn't sell for over 300,000. But the main point, and really one of the, there's two primary uh, sets of uh, homeowners out there that, that I want to focus in on on this report. And it's those who are coming into town to purchase an upper bracket home or those who are selling their current home and looking to move to an upper bracket home. It does happen. It's real. You've got to make a wise buying decision and you need that good sound advice. The other set of buyers doesn't have anything to do with upper bracket, but it's the first time home buyer. The first time home buyer, if you make a good, wise purchasing decision on your first home, you're going to be in great shape going forward. If you don't and you're upside down in your first home, it's a situation that is going to be very uncomfortable in the future and you're going to waste 10, 15, 20 years of potential home equity because you didn't start out right. That was the point of doing those studies. Now I want to share with you, now I've been doing MLS comparison year over year and month over month and all that for, oh, 25 years. This is my 26th year doing this program. Well, our MLS, the Capital Area Realtors, uh, they started expanding and other uh, associations joined us. Back in 2000, it was Taylorville uh, in the Christian County area there. They joined our MLS. Then in 2005, along comes Jacksonville, and that joins our association. And now this year, 
the Lincoln Association merged with the Capital Area Realtors. Well, I could uh, do apples-to-apples comparisons from the two prior mergers because they uploaded their historic data uh, at the same time that they joined, which was a really good thing. But now we have a new MLS provider, and they said, well, you don't have time to do that right now. We'll do it in probably the next year. So when Lincoln joined, God bless her heart, welcome aboard. It's great to have you as members. But what they did, they started reporting on March the 1st, all the Lincoln new listings, all the Lincoln new sales, all the Lincoln sold pendings, but there was no historical data downloaded so that skews the numbers. So I have decided uh, here forward uh, just to do Sangamon County because Sangamon County is the king of the capital area realtors as far as the numbers of sales, uh, number of homes, number of families. So it should give everybody in all those outlying areas a good handle on the trends that we're experiencing in the marketplace today. That is my goal. Stay focused. And uh, I have historic data on Sangamon County going back to 2008. So we can make some fairly decent historical comparisons. Now, last week was May 1st. Today's May the uh, 8th. And uh, I mentioned that the sold and closed were going to go up. They were up 9.9%. There was 222 reported. But as I shared with you, the end of day closings weren't reported yet. Uh, from Friday, and that there would be others that would come in straggling in as well. And sure enough, there are now 239, up 18.3%. But those 239 still remain only the third best April for closed sales for Sangamon County going back the last six years. So it's average. Sold pendings of 333 were up a whopping 38.8%. But you got to remember, last year, April, we were locked down. Uh, There were only 240, which was the lowest ever on record. But that 333, uh, that is second best of the last six years. So above average. Now, new listings... Uh, I reported last week that there were 344. Well, it jumped up to 353, and that's up 29.3% because during the lockdown, we only listed 273 homes uh, in uh, April of last year. Compare that to 423 in 2019, our rebound year. That's a big difference. That 353 is not too far off. There was 371 in 18, 389 in 16. So it is the second lowest, but it's climbing. And as I mentioned, uh, five of the last six weeks, we've added over 100 new listings each week. So those new listings are coming. As I've been advising, I've I've got somewhere around uh, 16, 17 sets of buyers that I'm working with right now. Uh, and they've all been very patient with me, and they've all been very loyal, and for that I'm grateful. But I've advised them, and we've had several opportunities to get into the fray, but we've decided it's not in their best interest to get into a competing situation with six or seven other buyers because the home was already priced at or slightly above where it should have been selling anyway. And so uh, we thought it more prudent to walk away 
than to uh, risk a significant loss in the future. And as I uh, mentioned to you, we had this past, uh, well, if I can find my paperwork here again, <laughs> we had 79 closed sales this week and 24 of them sold at the asking price. And, excuse me, 19 did. And 20 sold above the asking price. And there were two in there that sold for over $25,000 above asking price. Danger, Will Robinson, danger, danger. There were some 10, 11, 15,000. But as I see this going on, as we're doing uh, the eighth week in a row, I've been tracking this. Uh, this might come to a crescendo and we might see that starting to change. We may not. Who knows? It all depends upon this demand. We don't know how much demand remains from this interest rate driven market. You got to have a job to be able to get a mortgage. So what we have, we've had a lot of pent up demand of people who really wanted to do something and hadn't done it. But when the 2% interest rates came around, they were all over it. Hello, you're on Let's Talk Real Estate with Fritz. Hey, Fritz. Um, you've been around long enough to kind of remember what it was like during inflationary times. What do you think housing prices are going to do when we hit a time of inflation, which looks like what's going to happen in the next five years? It might be a saving grace for these people that are overpaying, but it also could be a death knell if they have to move. It's kind of like your stocks. You don't lose when the market tanks unless you sell your stock, right? When, right. You, when you have this inflation going up, that's going to probably drag some prices along with it on the housing. However, how does the Federal Reserve combat inflation? They raise interest yeah. rates. Yeah. Yeah. And so back in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, we were looking at, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17% interest rates. We were doing wraparound mortgages. We were doing seller carrybacks. We were doing seller second mortgages just to get homes sold. And what yep. uh, which is a bigger factor in what a seller can sell for? Higher demand or lower demand? <laughs> and not many people I, are going to <laughs> go ahead. I'm listening to contractors that are telling me that they're not going to build any houses for a while because the cost of materials are so high. They don't think they could even break even. Well, I, I just saw one listed on the west side of Springfield, 2,020 square feet, I think it was, three-car garage, unfinished basement. Take a guess at the list price. 310. 417.5. Woo! Woo! Ouch! Stand back. I don't want you to get burned. Beautiful home, though. <laughs> and Oh, um, my Lord. Uh, and that's what's happening. Now, also what's happening to uh, contractors is there's a lot of contract jobs. I don't know how many here locally, but I've uh, read stories from across the nation where uh, as, mu as much as 25 to 30 percent cancellation rates for these major builders because of the, uh, yeah. the people can't afford it. They got, they, they got priced out of the market before they could even get the house built. So there you have it. Oh, great question. Uh, I'm, I am uh, not looking forward to, if it happens, uh, interest rates getting back up to double digits. I have no doubt we're looking at 
six, seven, eight percent interest rates at least. Uh, I'm thinking eight to nine is going to be the top myself. I'm, I hope. I, I hope we're both right. <laughs> <laughs> you have a great day. And like have a... Thanks, Brits. You're welcome. Yeah, that's a voice of experience calling in there. I am. I'm going to tell you. But uh, what's going on? We've got uh, a good, you know, average market. I mean. Everybody says, boy, this real estate market's on fire. And I said, well, it depends on which side of the the uh, uh, batter's box you're on, if you're a seller or if you're a buyer. It's very frustrating for buyers, but as I was uh, sharing with you uh, prior to taking the call, my clients have been very patient. And we've let some homes go that would have worked for them, but they didn't want to take the financial risk of overpaying for them. And I don't mind if they if they want to. That's fine. It's their money. I'm not making the house payment. I'm not making the down payment. And I'm not going to be reselling that home uh, down the road. It's going to be their financial responsibility. I just give them the information and let them decide. And now I feel sorry for people that are like transferring in. They got a house full of kids and they got to have a place to go. And there's nothing out there. And they need a place to live. Well, if I was working with them, I'd say, Rent something until something comes along. Don't get into one of these bidding wars with six, seven, eight other people and end up because that type of person that's coming in to do that, they're typically a mobile executive type, medical type, uh, middle management up type that are subject to uh, transferring. And if they're here two, three years and those interest rates, like a gentleman called, says eight, nine percent. And they overpaid $25,000 above asking price just to secure a purchase. And they end up selling for $50,000, $75,000 less because the house was already priced $10,000 over what I would have deemed fair market value. It's going to be ugly. And I just don't want anybody to have to experience that. Better to do a little extra work and be prudent than than uh, take that risk is, is my opinion. And that's your Market update, if you know a REMAX professional agent, give them a call, 787-7215, and you have a professional relationship with them. You probably know a lot of REMAX agents. However, if you don't have a professional relationship with a REMAX professional agent, my wife, Christy, and I, and Amy Mason, would love to serve you and your family. Our phone number is 652-SOLD. The weekly interest rate watch is being brought to you by our friends at Hill, your storage and moving. Don't forget... To get a bid on your move. It's part of the cost of moving. Unless you're going to do it yourself. And I'm done doing that. I don't know about you. I save more money from things that I damaged. Not counting straining my back or knees or what have you. It's worth the call to call the pros at Hillier Storage and Moving. They've moved me my last several times, and they're the only company I would call. You can reach my friend Tom Swift at 525-8550, and he'll send one of his courteous folks out to give you an estimate on the cost of your move. And don't forget, in these times, people uh, close their purchases typically at the end of the month or the first of the month, and that's when they're the busiest. Try to schedule your move in the middle of the month. You might get a discount and it won't be such a crush on the schedule for the movers. Because you don't want to sell your house and then all of a sudden here 
I'm sorry, we're all booked up during that time. <laughs> You've got nobody to move you? Not good. Well, here's what's going on with the interest rates. As I mentioned in my weekly observations, the only reason the Federal Reserve is holding these interest rates low is to help stimulate the economy. And this jobs report being so far off, projecting a million new jobs to be created in April and only 277,000 gives them an excuse to keep it down. The reason why I'm sharing that with you, I know it's as boring as watching wet paint dry, but you first-time homebuyers especially pay attention. Your window of opportunity has just been extended. And it's not going to be there forever. It's like the weather. I'm looking at some pretty sunshine out there. This afternoon is supposed to be storms. It will change just like that. But right now is opportunity time. And another reason, you know, these mortgage lenders, they don't lower the rates when they have overwhelming demand. That's why the closed sales in Sangamon County are just the third best of the last six years. They're just average. These lenders are no longer overworked. They're working through all these refinances. Mortgage lenders don't lower interest rates when they have overwhelming demand and their staffs can hardly keep up. They start lowering the rate when they want business. The 15-year fixed conventional loan is 2.25. That's the first time it's gone that low since February the 19th. The 30-year conventional loan is 2.825. That is the first time that the 30-year loan has been that low since the same weekend in February. The VA and FHA loans. You first-time home buyers, they're taking advantage of the FHA or VA. 2.625. That's the lowest it's been since, guess when? February the 19th. So you're, you've been granted a reprieve on your interest rates. If you don't take advantage of them, if you don't hire an experienced agent that you can trust that has your back and you get burned on resale, you have been warned by Fritz at REMAX Professionals on Let's Talk Real Estate on how to do it right. And so that's our weekly interest rate watch brought to you by Hillier Storage and Moving. Moving the things you love, 5258550. Subdivision of the week this week. Here we go out to Sherman. Guess how many homes are available for sale in Sherman? Single family homes. Come on. Two. Two. <laughs> Been on the market an average of 13 days. Actually, one of them's been on 26 days. One's been on one day. Uh, there's one single-family attached home for sale. One. How many single-family homes are under contract in the village? This is just people with the uh, with a village of Sherman address. Eleven. Eleven under contract. Two for sale. The median list price, two nineteen nine. That's pretty good. They average 24 days on the market. There's one attached home under contract, 147.9. It was on the market for one day. 
Sold and closed in the last six months, 18 single-family homes. The median sale price, 227 They average 41 days on the market. The same six-month period, a year earlier, there were 31. And the median sale price was 250000 and 47 days on the market. What's that telling us? Well, Sherman's not a real huge community, but I think a lot of the people that were going to move have moved. And you look at a drop of 31 to 18 during that time frame, you got to remember we were coming off of a terrible year in 18. We still hadn't recovered. And in 19, 2019, 31 single-family homes sold in that six-month time frame from November the 7th to May the 7th. That's the ni- from 2019 to 2020. And that's oh, during COVID. So there was a lot of pent-up demand for Sherman at that time. And they're back down to a more, nor- more normal pace, 18 single-family homes sold. There were none, zero, attached homes sold and closed in the last six months. And in the one year prior, one. So if you see a duplex or a condo come up for sale in Sherman, that's a rare creature. And that, my friends, was brought to you by our friends at Beacon Termite and Pest Control, your subdivision of the week, the village of Sherman. You can reach Kathy Bacon at 544-7566. What a sweet lady. What a great company. They do such an awesome job for us. And they will for you, too. Call Bacon Termite and Pest Control, 544-7566. Well, my name is Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals. Once again, a very happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I hope that you all have a great week. God bless you all. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America. And God bless our troops serving around the world. Until next week or until you call me at 652-SOLD, we'll see you.